So abuse can show up in so many ways in relationships, not just in romantic partnerships, but there's a difference between a power couple, quote unquote, and a power struggle. What's good? Welcome to the Bird Brain Podcast, where the goal is to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity, and up your you. Up your you. <laughs> I'm your host, Isaiah. Um, I've been having a lot of thoughts lately about a lot of things at the same time, and it's been great. It's been really cool. Um, and... You know, just kind of been unpacking and exploring these things a little bit deeper. You know, my own personal experiences, other people's experiences, just kind of, you know, I I like to kind of walk through the world with my one ear closed and the other one open and both eyes very open and my third eye. So all of my eyes are open. <laughs> but um, especially when it comes to like relationship dynamics and, you know, things that we have deemed appropriate, but in reality are very unhealthy, right? Uh, especially in couples, um, romantic partnerships, but these elements do exist in friendships. We just don't kind of pay attention to it or really give it much. Um, yeah, we just don't pay attention to it or we don't give, give it much, uh, put much value to it because the dynamic you would think doesn't call for it. But um, I forgot how it came up recently, but the whole concept of like abuse, right? A lot of times when you think about abuse, it's, um, you think physical a lot of times, right? Physical abuse, right? And it's usually kind of volatile, right? When somebody's physically abusive, like it, it shows, the scars show, the bruises show, right? The, the batteredness is, is very evident. But when someone's mentally abusive and emotionally abusive, those scars don't necessarily show up as clearly. Okay? But the person's still walking around wounded or the people in the relationship, right? And I think that's something to really kind of explore and unpack. You know... Emotional abuse is a very interesting thing because you don't always recognize that that's what's happening, right? Whenever you express certain concerns, the other person is belittling you or attacking you, right? It, it, it stops being about what you're expressing and it becomes more of 
who you are and your defects and your shortcomings and it's like very explosive right and it forces you to minimize yourself right or someone uses their feelings as abuse like they weaponize their tears you get me like you bring up a certain concern or a certain thing is brought up immediately they start crying and they kind of derail the whole conversation or they shut down they stonewall right and now it becomes, oh, let me take care of your feelings, okay? So whatever was initially the issue, now that has to be put aside. And you now have to cater to this person where it was like you were the one that kind of messed up and now here we are. Like, what's going on? How did this happen, right? It is not to say... I think the most dangerous people are the unaware. And I saw this video the other day because they were talking about how dangerous it is or how unhealthy and how uh, impossible it is to, to have a relationship with someone who's unaware. Good, bad, or indifferent. The reason why is because their expectation is just that the world is supposed to kind of exist in their realm. And everything operates on their terms. And uh, the person said, he was like, you know, uh, somebody who has a shitty personality, you know, uh, very selfish disposition. If they are aware of that, there's still potential. Uh, there's still a potential possibility that they can have relationship because they are aware. And even that can be tricky, right? When someone's like, yeah, I know I'm an asshole, et cetera. I know I can be this kind of person. Well, when they tell you that, they know this about themselves. That's great, right? That's awareness. You know, that's them being generous with their truth. That's them telling you, hey, I know this about myself. I'm very aware. I'm also making you aware. You do what you will with that. Okay, and there may be even sometimes when people become very explosive when you tell them that you don't want a relationship with them because of certain things, right? And they attack you, or you 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 feel kind of like you almost feel guilty for not wanting to engage with them anymore. Abuse is a very interesting dynamic, and I think we have to pay attention to it. You know in terms of like if we are doing it or if someone is doing it to us. And in romantic couples, there is this element of appropriated like jealousy. That's a thing that I've heard about, like uh, possessiveness and being controlling. Here's my thing. They always say how someone is as a friend is how they're going to be in their romantic partnership. If you pay attention to how someone is as a friend, really pay attention, you'll get a good glimpse at who they are as a partner, right? If someone's kind of nasty to their friends, right? They just kind of have them for the sake of, and this is how they treat people or they see their friends as transactions. It carries over into the romantic partnership. If anything, it's probably amplified. The reason why is because this romantic partnership gives me certain things that my friendship didn't give me, right? A big one being a lot of times sex. <laughs> so, I may, to some degree, um, I may be able to compartmentalize, you know, my maltreatment 
However, it's still very much there. I don't change as a person. That's how I treat people. This is just what it is. And when you exist in a relationship, you know, some people find, you know, jealousy healthy. Like they want someone to be jealous that they have other people. And it's like, why? What are you doing? Why would you create chaos in your relationship? And how fragile is your ego that you need somebody to be kind of volatile or possessive for you to understand that you're valued? What is that? Right? Also, if you have healthy relationships outside of your connection, and this is going to require you to be very healthy and very aware. If your partner is trying to control those dynamics or even alienate you from those relationships, that's not healthy. That's not healthy. And we need to understand that an unhealthy partner needs our participation for certain things to transpire, right? Someone trying to alienate, alienate you or you trying to alienate someone else from other relationships and other people, etc., and other things that they may find enjoyable, well, you need to concede to that or they need to concede to that. So they need to allow permission for you to behave in a certain way, right? Passive aggressiveness constantly in a relationship, even friendship, is not healthy, right? Someone being overly jealous and controlling of you and your relationships, also not healthy. You have to pay attention to the subtleties in terms of how someone treats you. You have to pay attention to the subtleties in terms of how someone treats other people. And then you start connecting the dots. But sometimes we are so fearful of not having a relationship with the person or, you know, being single. <laughs> People treat being single like a punishment versus understanding that being in an unhealthy relationship for an extended period of time, then coming out of it, not knowing who the hell you are because you spent so much time trying to be something that you weren't just to keep a connection sustained. That's the sad thing, Right. Doing things out of fear. Keeping people around out of fear. You know, if your rhetoric is like, well, we've been together for so long. Or we've known each other for so long. That means that you were trying to bypass and reason with the fact that this relationship up until this point has been very tumultuous. And probably a lot of hills and valleys. More than necessary. I was talking to my buddy and he was like, you know, if you... If there are layers <laughs> to you explaining something with the person, if there are all these layers, that's not good. That's not good. Because what that tells us is there is a repeated offense. There's a history involved with you and this person where it's not always great. And more often than not, it's not great a lot. And at what cost? Oh, we've known each other for so long. Oh, we've been friends for so long. We've been in this relationship for so long. You know, a true power couple, the funny thing is about having people, power people in your life, is they want you to do well. They are happy that you're happy. If you have healthier relationships in your life, they value those relationships, right? They themselves cultivate the relationships. They encourage you to have them and sustain them. That's a power couple, right? Someone who's working on themselves for themselves. And in turn, they are going to respect you and work with you as you do the same. That's a power couple. 
you know, versus a power struggle where someone is trying to have leverage all the time and, and try to really muscle their way into the relationships. So much so they are trying to diminish any other outside sources that they don't value. Power couples breed and function on positivity. Perseverance. Persistence. Purpose. But a power struggle? Someone needs to be controlled. Someone needs to be kind of like kicked around. Somebody needs to be devalued. There's leverage in power struggles. And if that's how you function in relationships or that's how someone else functions in relationships, then that's not, that's not the ticket. Because it's not two people being themselves anymore. It's one person or the other or both trying to be something out of fear. Right? Someone who's overly jealous is a fear thing. Right? There's a level of insecurity there. They're possessive, they're controlling, they try to alienate you. There's a fear of, of truth. So I'm going to keep everything that's close to the truth away from you and our relationship because I don't like that. I was thinking about this and even with people you don't know, like sometimes you can just tell how a person is based on how they talk to others. You know, I see it a lot on social media. I experience it a lot. So it's it's like, it's really opened my eyes. I kid you not, building this platform, guys, has, has been so telling. Like, it, you know, it, people think that, you know, fame of any kind or notoriety is like this, this, uh, this, um, it's this lavish life, but truth be told, it, it can be very sobering, very sobering, very quickly. Very quickly. And it just comes down to how you want to navigate that space, you know, what you're doing with it, you know. If you're leaning into it, you'll develop some thick skin and just awareness in terms of just what you're doing and who you are. But it doesn't stop people from being them. But you are allowed to, you know, kind of navigate and, and determine how far certain things go. But yeah, you know, people are very telling in their behavior, right? Very telling in their behavior and what they allow, what they appropriate, right? What they may... Um, be willing to do themselves. It's all very telling. And power dynamics, you know, it's it's a very, very, very interesting thing, you know, to experience, to bear witness to. And you just got to ask yourself is like, you know, am I looking for a power partner or somebody that I'm looking to control and have power over or someone that has power over me, Right. We're talking about equity, y'all. 
And like I said, emotional abuse and, and mental abuse can be very subtle. That's where the gaslighting comes in. That's where the, uh, you know, the dismissiveness comes in, the stonewalling, right? If I don't want to talk to you, I give you the cold shoulder until you learn to stop talking about it, right? I don't talk to you until you stop talking about it. Or if every time you want to bring up a situation, I'm like, look, we keep talking about this. You keep bringing it up. I thought we talked about this already. I said I was sorry, right? That's minimizing and it's forcing you to kind of not bring certain things up. That's abusive, guys. There's so many subtle ways that, that we do these things when it comes to other people. So we just have to be cognizant of when it's done to us and when we ourselves are doing it. Okay? You have to, have to, have to ask yourself, am I looking for a power partner or am I looking to have power? in my relationships, in my partnerships. Because it's very different. It is very different. And if you're unsure whether or not you're, you're existing in, abuse, in, a, in an abusive relationship, just pay attention, right? What do your external relationships look like nowadays? Right? Do you still have the same connections Right? Or is there some kind of hesitancy? Right? Is there a, like a certain level of uneasiness, anxiety about saying and bringing up certain things because you fear how the other person is going to react or respond? Once you start being fearful of expressing certain concerns, then that's a problem. Right? And there's a difference between constantly, you know, holding something over someone's head versus saying that, hey, I want to talk about this because this made me feel A, B, and C. And being as balanced and level-headed as possible. And that's not to say that you have to bypass somebody treating you a certain way. Like, if it becomes too much, express that. Hey, I don't like how you talk to me. This is not cool, you know? Don't talk to me that way. <laughs> you know, that is allowed, you know, I think it's too often there's this rhetoric of like turning the other cheek and it's like you keep turning the other cheek, you're going to get hit in it. At some point in time, you got to decide, is this relationship healthy for me? And if it's not, what am I still doing here? What am I trying to get from it? Okay, the desire for somebody else to be different more than you were willing to have a different response to it. Is going to leave you very upset. You know, power dynamics can be very subtle. Very subtle. You know, if somebody notices that you're, you know, you're having conversations with someone else. And again, it depends on the other person, right? And what their intentions are. But if you have healthy relationships in your life and you notice that your partner is always kind of like, doing certain things to create friction, you know, in those relationships or pick a fight with you for having those relationships. And eventually it's going to trickle and affect your other connections, right? Because other people on the outside of that, they're just experiencing what they don't know about, but what you were bringing to it. And if they're smart enough, they'll realize, oh, okay, this is not, this is what our relationship is now versus what it was. I don't want to be a part of it. 
because it's requiring me to now succumb to a certain level of abuse in order to sustain my relationship with you. And that's not worth it. You know, someone who's okay with a certain level of mistreatment, they kind of expect other people to be okay with it too, right? Misery loves company, you get me? So I'm not going to do anything about this, but you shouldn't be, you shouldn't have a problem with this either. Everything's cool. Or that's just how they are. You know, it's not that big of a deal. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. It's just that some people are so comfortable with it that they minimize it to sustain an unhealthy relationship. All you got to do is pay attention. There's a million, billion people in this world. I don't know how many are in this world by this point, but there's enough people in this world for you to recognize that you don't have to continue unhealthy relationships with someone who is not getting better, working on being better, and expects you to better tolerate who they are and how they treat you. You can find someone else. Always. You can always find someone else, even if it's yourself. Because no relationship where you have to be diminished and belittled and degraded is worth it, even in friendships. That's not a friend. Someone who doesn't know how to talk to you or treat you when they're upset, right? That's not a friend. Ignoring someone and, and stonewalling and doing all these things, these little tactics, avoidance, right? That's that's a form of abuse, <laughs> There are so many subtleties involved. And again, this is just something like, you know, as I've paid attention, you know, listening to people, working with people, it's like, oh, that's abuse. But we don't always think of it like that way because, but we don't always think of it that way. Why? Because there are no physical wounds. And no one's being hit. So yeah, we don't think about that as abuse. Even in familial dynamics, someone constantly picking on you, right? Saying certain things, making digs, that's abuse. If you're not used to healthy relationships, be willing to explore what they may potentially look like. Because your body knows when it's not being treated well. And even if you don't have the words for it, you can still acknowledge, hey, something's not right here. Okay, so, you know, the whole power couple thing, you know, there's, 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 there's power in positivity, there's power in someone who's willing to do better. But power dynamics, that is not the vibe, because it all is predicated on control, right? Insecurities, inconsistencies even. And someone being willing to compromise who they are out of fear to keep someone else around. You shouldn't fear losing relationships. All right, so just think about that. Think about it, process it, let that hit. Because, yeah, I think it, you know, even just reading stuff on social media, I'm like, 
the things that people allow that are like they try to deem appropriate is like no this is this is abuse <laughs> you know not everything is abuse but like yeah certain things that we are kind of appropriating in relationships this is like straight up abuse it's not okay is not okay. And what that creates, especially if you stop being friends with that person, you break up with that person. Now these habits carry on to somebody else. So it just doesn't stop there. Like it's a trickle effect. And we have to also understand that as well. Be more mindful about what you want out of your relationships and what healthy relationships look like to you. It's crazy. Once I, I, I don't know when the switch flipped, but I was like, you know what? These are the kind of relationships I want. Anything that doesn't align with that is just going to feel funny. It is going to continue to feel funny until I do something about it. Like, I'm willing to do that. But you've got to ask yourself, what are you willing to work for to have versus just what you desire? Okay? That's all I got for you guys. Um, Take what you need, pass on the rest, but really think about it. And really focus on what it means to be abusive or in an abusive relationship, what it feels like on you. Like how you see yourself as you walk through life. What your partner does and says to you, right? How those things may be affecting your external relationships, especially the external healthy ones, right? Alienation is a, a good telltale sign, you know? It's a good telltale sign. And sometimes in relationships that are very codependent, the abuse is overlooked because they're such a high level of codependency. Think about it, y'all. Oh, man. That's all I got for you. I hope you guys really take care of yourselves. I hope you guys really take care of each other. And of course, take flight.